0: Welcome to Shedding Light Hunting Stories Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the average joe and their fantastic hunting stories. I'm your host, Travis Williams. You'll listen to episode 133. 16 days, just a little over two weeks until the Ohio Archery season begins and I gotta tell you, I'm pretty excited for it. I just got my bow back from the bow shop yesterday. I was getting a little nervous. The guy that's working there now says that he was going to Colorado on an elk trip. and I was like, uh, is my, my bow going to be done before then? And he had me come over yesterday and we got everything ready to go. I was flinging arrows today and it just felt good to have a bow in my hand. Some of you are already out chasing whitetails, and I just want to wish you good luck and have a great season. If you're in Kentucky or one of those western states, I don't know when everybody comes in, but most of us are probably waiting for the end of September, beginning of October. And while I have your attention at the beginning of this episode, I just want to say one thing real quick, and that is please remember hunter safety this year. Um, especially if you're climbing trees every year. There's people that uh, think that they're maybe very athletic or that well, nothing bad will happen to them or they'll just make a quick uh, decision. And, and we've all made those risks. We've all taken those gambles. And most of us probably have gotten away with it. Last year, about this time, I did an interview with a buddy of mine, Casey Parsons, who was climbing a tree just to retrieve a camera arm that he had left there. He wasn't even hunting, and he went up, thought he could grab a hold of a real big, thick limb that he always trusted before to get his foot up on the platform, and that limb gave way, and he fell 25 feet, and uh, it took a long time for him to kind of recover from that. He was very fortunate. I know another guy who was up in a ladder stand last year, and the ladder tipped over on him. The the straps came undone, and he ended up uh, with having to have a surgery, and it messed up most of his season. Guys, it could happen to any of us at any time. So if you're climbing a tree, make sure that you're tethered from the ground up. Uh, I used to make the mistake, whenever I was climbing with uh, my saddle, I would go up, and if I came to a limb, I'd take off my lineman's belt, unclip it, throw it up and over that limb, and hook it right back in. And so many times there could have been a moment where I just slipped, or um, especially whenever I was using tree spikes, I could have gaffed out. So now what I do is I have basically two Lyman's belts, and I never at any point am not clipped to the tree. Um, it takes a little bit longer, but that to me is worth it. Um, not coming home to my family or coming home to my family, not being able to use my legs for the rest of my life. Guys, just picture that. It's not worth the risk and it's not worth you taking a little extra time to make sure that you're safe. So just want to put that public service announcement out there for you. I hope maybe that'll help you if you're thinking about even with a climber. um, I've heard of many guys going up in a climber and the bottom kicks out and down you go. It can happen in a split second and uh, I just don't want that to be you. So use some common sense. Be safe this year. Uh, what was it like for you growing up uh hunting you know I, that's what i I love talking to every guest that I get on because they talk about their childhood and what it was like kind of whenever they were about you know seven eight nine, ten, twelve years old, you know, and just what it was like in the woods and growing up and I tell you i I love my childhood, I look back um fondly at those deer camp moments and being in deer drives and, and I like to do things differently now. I do miss that camaraderie of a bunch of guys hunting together um But I also love to bow hunt now and do that, and just it's just all good to me. Well, it does. I do want to let you know this in regards to that. uh, My brother and I have been talking about that idea of of maybe starting a deer camp, and we we've gotten we got this plan in our minds. And I'm just telling you now because maybe a year or two years from now this might come to fruition, and it'll be kind of neat to come back to this episode and listen again. But My grandfather was given 40 acres, um, and my grandfather turns 90 this coming Saturday. And then uh, his brother, uh, who's still with us, uh, had 40 acres given to him, and his sister, who passed away, had 40 acres. So it's 120 acres over in West Virginia. If you go about a mile and a half south of that, there is public land, and it's a huge, huge chunk of public land over in West Virginia. So my brother and I are like, why don't we look into this? The tag's not that expensive for non-resident you and I could go over the first year and then maybe next year, the year after, we could start to get a group of guys to go over and bow hunt, maybe even gun hunt, and just go over and have a great time. Um, and so we're planning on going over to scout it here in the next couple of weeks, see kind of where the deer are moving. We've also heard that there's a possibility of maybe even bear being on the property. So we're excited about that. And that's just something that I, I want that in uh, my kids' lives and just uh, it's something cool. But the reason I bring up the whole interviewing people and getting their backstory whenever they're kids is today's guest is still a kid. Sutton Sheehan reached out to me. Uh, He actually has been listening to the show for a long time. Super nice young man, has some great compliments to say about the show, and he's left reviews on iTunes, which I greatly appreciate. Sutton comes on the show to tell His hunting stories, and he's been blessed with a pretty good childhood. Um, He has a grandfather and a dad that like to take him out, and he tells some great stories today, some turkey hunting stories. We also get into squirrel hunting and talk about his plans for how he's going to get hopefully his first deer this year. So all of that uh, is packed into this episode, and it's just fun. He's a great young man, and I know that he loves hunting, he loves the Lord, and he also loves hockey. So we talk about all those things and just love his enthusiasm. So, Without further ado, we're going to jump right in. Here is Sutton Sheehan. All right, guys. Welcome to the show. I am happy to have on the line with me from northern Kentucky, Sutton Sheehan. Sutton, how's it going, man?
1: Good. How are you, Trav?
0: I'm doing wonderful. It's uh, beautiful weather here in, in uh, southeast Ohio. Now, you're up in northern Kentucky, so I'm guessing it's, it's some – are you getting kind of those cooler temps down there right now?
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it's, re- it's really nice weather, honestly.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, I'm guessing, are you back in school already?
1: Yep, um, I'm in seventh grade and I go to Turkey Foot Middle School.
0: All right, cool, man. And uh, so, are you like one of those that you love school, you eat it up, or is it kind of one of those things you just kind of have to go, but you go and you do your, you do the best that you can?
1: I'd say the second one, definitely. I'd do the best <laughs> I can.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, man. I was the same way. I like, I, I like school. I like being around kids and my friends. But, yeah, I like coming home and going out in the woods and that sort of thing, too. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: That's cool. cool. So, seventh grade. Wow, it's been a while since I've been there. So, tell us a little bit about your world in northern Kentucky. What are some things you like to do? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, I love to play hockey. I've played – I've skated since I was two years old um hunting wow. is always hunting is always fun to do hunting is very fun to do yeah um i like to shoot my bow in the backyard a lot and hang out with all and hang out with all my friends oh, That's, cool what,
0: you, what what do you and your friends like to do I, I haven't been a seventh grader in a really long time since so what are some things that seventh graders do these days
1: um we're not like most of my other friends most of my other friends will play like we'll play um We'll play, like, video games and stuff. Me and my – me and one of my really good friends will go into the woods a lot and we'll do – and then we'll do all that kind of stuff. And we'll just, like, make four little passageways just through the woods just, like, just for fun.
0: Heck, yeah, man. That's awesome. Get off the video games. Go have some fun in the woods. I, that's, that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to say this. Before, before we hit the record button, I was Sutton told me something that just made me smile. He told me about – there was this review that was left by – what was a hockey player or something?
1: Hockey player, uh, um, hockey hunter five five.
0: Hockey hunter five five. Somebody left a review on my podcast. I didn't know who it was, but it's been a good while back that they left a five star review and a rating over on iTunes. And lo and behold, now I'm talking to the man himself. Oh, man, that, thanks for leaving the review. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> oh, it's it, it was it was real it was really it was really um it's really cool when you replied back. That was a great day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks man well let's get into it son. I want to hear um how did you get into hunting what was your experience like
1: well when I started hunting I, I always wanted to do it my um my grandpa would my dad took me when I used to live in my old house when I was like five we would go out to the property and we'd hunt in like these um we'd hunt in his little ground blind and yeah. the first time I went I fell asleep
0: <laughs> <laughs> how old were you then
1: I think I was like four years old, five years old. And well, that's I, understandable. I'd always
0: wanted to go. Yeah. So you yeah. go, you get out there and you fall asleep. I, I can relate. I remember whenever I was um, a kid, probably about that age, my dad always went coon hunting and I would beg him to like, let me go. And sometimes he'd want to go by himself. Yeah. Um, but I remember one time, like a lot of times he would take me and I would, I would be asleep before we he ever got to the woods where he'd turn the dogs loose and that's why he didn't want to take me because then somebody'd have to stay back at the truck and babysit me so yep. you know I, I tried my best to stay awake but you know it's hard sometimes for a four-year-old yep that's cool so you start in the blind tell me about some of those early experiences that you had
1: there. um early on after that way after that um when I was nine years old my grandpa finally let me go with him and we never actually got a turkey while in the and like way back when but We would always sit in the woods and he'd be like, and we'd sit on, we'd sit in like certain places where my dad wouldn't let me sit when, um, when we would go out and we would always sit in these fields and I'd see these turkeys and I'd be like, shoot it. And he, shoot it. That, that was like so good. And, (laughs) and, um, he, he'd be like, you can't shoot it yet. It's like, it's like a hundred yards away.
0: <laughs> so, so you're seeing a turkey out there, like far distance and saying, just, just take a crack at it, grandpa. And he's like, I think you got to wait till it gets a little closer, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. <laughs> now tell me about that. He's taking you to spots that your dad wouldn't take you. or these like secret spots or just spots that only There's grandpa like, knew about?
1: My, um, my, my dad, he would, he was scared that if we sat in like the open, we wouldn't get one because I would move too much.
0: Ah, so we'd always okay. go to
1: blinds so my grandpa he would take me to like these little dirt to like these little dirt divots and that he would like dig up a little bit and like make like little out rings on yeah go inside those and we just sit there and my grandpa was fine with that my dad would not because he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't want me to move around
0: i gotcha well that's cool so grandpa kind of gave you a chance to learn you know yeah. getting down on the ground and being outside of the blind well, that's pretty neat
1: exactly.
0: all right cool so how, how has that played out for you? So how's, let's talk turkeys for a second. So tell me some turkey stories that you've experienced.
1: Oh, so my first turkey, this one, this one's a really, this one's my, this one's really good. Um, so it's actually really funny how this one originally got brought up. So have you ever been to Grater's ice cream store?
0: I've heard of it, I think, but I've not been there, no.
1: Yeah, me and my grandma, my grandpa, and my parents, and my other, and my sisters met up there. And we were, were sitting outside in our cars because this is all during COVID. And okay. um, my grandpa says, you know, turkey season just started for youth. Well, well, youth turkey season soon. It's coming up really soon. And me, and, so me and my dad said, yeah, that'd be great if we could go, as long as it doesn't interfere with hockey. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, we set it up. We, and then we finally got to the day and I was like, ready for that day. And the night before I couldn't fall asleep. And I like, I prayed that night that like, we get to go on everything stayed safe. And just for like my family to stay safe, my dad to stay safe and nothing really to happen or hurt us. And to get a turkey. That was,
0: yeah.
1: that was like, um, I like, I, I find it. I'm very superstitious about things.
0: Yeah. Like
1: that. And then we, we, We get there to our property and, um, what, what, which one is it? I can't remember which property, where is it at? Um, I can't remember where it's at, but yeah, we get there and there's like this huge hill and it takes like a mile hike to get up it. And it's crazy. Cause it's really creepy. Cause there's a bunch of like, cause there used to be houses up there and they all fell Mm -hmm. down and there's like Mm -hmm. a bunch of like weird, like planks of wood and stuff and like little, um, toys. And we get up there and we get in our blind and my, and my grandpa has to stay, this is, I thought this was kind of funny. We get in the blind, we get set up, we get the decoys out and everything. And my, and my grandpa's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys, I can't sit in the blind with you guys because it's not big enough and because of COVID. So he whips out like these, these three camo umbrellas (laughs) and he, and he puts them on the side of the blind and he get and he goes, all right, you guys get in the blind. I'm going to sit inside these, these umbrellas. (laughs) And at this time, my dad really wasn't calling that at like, as good as he um would have been yeah so my grandpa was calling for us and we get into the hunt and it's like seven o'clock seven thirty, um and a coyote comes out oh so and um it runs away and we keep calling and then we see like this this thing running through the woods right at our decoy and my dad's like sudden get your gun up get ready and um it comes and it's that and it's that um, coyote. And it grabs our decoy and starts to run away with it.
0: Oh no way.
1: Yeah, and then my grandpa gets up and he goes, "Get off of that." <laughs> and my dad and my dad and my dad yells at it too. And, so, and then it goes away and I'm like, and I'm like, did this point because I think like our hunt's over cuz that coyote got up and we had to yell at it. Yeah. Okay? And um so we put the decoy back out and it's like daylight already and I'm like oh no they're gonna see they're gonna see us in the daylight know what I mean
0: yeah
1: and um then we put the decoy back out and this and there's and we wait probably like 30 more minutes probably like eight by now and a bunch of these big gobblers come up and they're like probably like oh there's like this little road up there where you can where you there's like a little turn and you can see them right over there
0: mm-hmm
1: and this big gobbler starts flying down at our decoy and my grandpa go and my grandpa goes okay son shoot it and they're like starting to yell shoot it shoot it shoot it and um it goes behind a tree and I'm like hold on hold on hold on hold on it comes out from behind the tree bang oh, nice. and, my- and my grandpa goes and, it- and that thing like falls in like a split second my grandpa goes you got it son you got it. Get, it get another get another get another bullet in that chamber and Run out here just to make sure it's dead. And um ended up going down. And that was it. I was, I was so happy. It was, it, it was, it was so surreal. It was really surreal.
0: Yeah. That's cool. So that's your first turkey. That's the experience like coyote jumping on the decoys and caught, still able to call one in. That's awesome, man.
1: Yeah. And that was like, that marked the end of like a three year hunt because I've been hunting for a turkey for literally three years.
0: Oh man, that's awesome. You do it on 2020. What a year to get it done.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's sweet, man. That's cool. I, I mean, I never, I've, I've had coyotes kind of run through a field in front of me. Um, I was, I think maybe I've told this story on here before. I don't remember, but I've probably my most, most of my coyote experiences have been during Turkey season actually now that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, one time I had Turkey decoys down in front of me, I was up in the woods just off of a field edge a little ways and I was up against a tree and it was just kind of putting down rain. So there was, it was enough that you couldn't really hear. And I was calling and all of a sudden I caught movement out of the corner of my eye and I'm sitting on like this little path and there is a coyote coming down the path that I am sitting on, but this coyote mm. isn't, it's not looking at me. It's looking at my decoys and this is a, a big coyote. So mm-hmm. I got my gun over my left shoulder cause I shoot left-handed. And I was like, "Shoot, I gotta." So I slid my gun over to my right shoulder, and this coyote at this point is about ten yards away, it has no clue that I'm there, but still coming down the path that I'm on. So I felt like I was like, "I've got no choice." So I just pulled up real quick and I shot and I dropped the thing right there. That was, really? I think, yeah, I think that was the first or second coyote I ever killed. But it, it, one, it just scared me because <laughs> I was like, "This yeah. coyote doesn't know that I'm here. It's coming in for my decoys and it's about to bump into me." So yeah, it's a big yeah. old coyote. That that you know? would
1: be scary. I would be scared. I would be. I would be scared of something like that because. That thing knocks into you. You gotta be ready, cause
0: yeah. you never know Probably. what you are gonna do. That's true. Probably gonna run off, but you never know. So yeah. Well, that's cool. So you get your first bird down. Is it? Was it a, a tom? Jake, what did you get?
1: It was a. It was a tom. It had an. A, it, um had an eight and a half inch beard.
0: Nice man. That's exciting.
1: My dad. Um, he's hunted. He hunted when I was like younger, and he's only shot one turkey, at this point too, and. He goes, dang Sutton, I only got a (laughs) Jake.
0: So you showed dad up, dad, and now dad's, um, I'm sure he's probably wanting to beat your record now, right?
1: Yeah, he, he was, he was ready to, he was ready to do it. He, um, he actually cleaned up his, um, my great grandpa, um, cleaned up my great grandpa's, um, what's it, what's it called? 12 gauge double barrel side by side. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And he started hunting with that, so. I don't know yeah. we're hopefully he gets one soon um that'd be really cool it's, it's 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 really a lot of fun hunting with my dad
0: yeah that's cool man I, I there's nothing like that being able to hunt with family hunt with you know your grandpa that's a really special memory so it sounds like you said that was your first turkey so are has there been another turkey since then not till this year not till this year and then this <laughs> this year this year, it this, happened year again. this
1: year this year I get one <laughs>
0: Okay. Tell me about that.
1: Uh, no, this year I'm going to
0: get one. You're going to get one. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's your, that's your lone turkey. I misunderstood. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Well, those turkeys are tricky. That's for sure. I had uh, this, this past year was a tough year. So you hunt turkeys. I also understand uh another thing that you enjoy is squirrel hunting, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so tell me a little bit about that.
1: All right. So me and my, um it was brought up, by my um grandpa he said it was squirrel season i'm like oh yeah dad we should go do that that'll that'll probably be a lot easier than turkey hunting because like um my squirrel became came before my turkey and oh, okay
0: gotcha
1: this was really cool this was this was really this was really cool because i this was actually my first animal i ever harvested okay and i shot it um i shot it with my great uncles he when they moved into their house they had there was a gun that was mounted over their fireplace well something mounted somewhere in their house and it was this little 22 and they gave it to my dad who gave it to me to use
0: no oh, that's cool
1: and the funny thing is this was on christmas eve oh yeah yeah this was on christmas eve we get out to this is our other property we don't hunt this property as much because they're poachers. There's a lot of poachers there. Like okay, people, gotcha. People will come riding through on their four wheelers and stuff, and we just would rather not be there if that if we ever like if they ever encounter us.
0: Gotcha. Yep.
1: So we get so we did hunting for like three hours at this point. We had stopped. My dad. We we were getting kind of ready to leave because we hadn't really seen any all day, and. We get, we get, we get ready to get to the, go up to the truck. And as we're going up to it, we see the squirrel and it's just sitting on a branch. And my, and my dad goes, take your, take aim so I shoot it. And I go, okay, I'm getting, okay, I'm going to do it. And I take aim. I shoot it and I shoot far, like far away from it. I miss terribly. (laughs) And my, and my, and my dad says, and it starts running away. My dad says, all right, might as well just go up to the, might as well just go um further. And I go, hold on. I'm just going to go check behind, like, um, all the, like, it ran, like, behind these, like, big bushes and stuff. Like, all these, like, little um, overhanging tree branches. Yeah. And I go back and I go, and he says, and he says, um all right, but it's most likely not going to be back there. Because after that gunshot, I don't think, I don't think it's going to stay over here now. And I go, yeah, I'm just going to check, though. And I go back there. And of course, my dad's not expecting me to shoot anything because he thinks the squirrels run away by now. I get back there and it's sitting on this tree branch. So I take aim for a second time and I shoot it and I drop it this time. (laughs) And my dad and my dad goes, son, are you okay?" Because he because he did not expect that that gun to go off.
0: (laughs) Gave him a heart attack, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it scared him. It
0: was very
1: fun. It was funny and it was very, it was very cool. Um, yeah, that was a really, that was a really cool,
0: that was a really cool thing. Yeah. Oh man. That's awesome. I was with my dad on my very first squirrel hunt too. And it was just, just crazy. You know, how quickly I think was, it's such a good thing to start out doing just because it it really teaches you how to use the gun. You got to think quick. You got to remember all your hunter safety stuff because I mean, it's not a lot of times, I mean, you're moving all around trying to get the gun, and yeah, it's it's a good thing to do. That's awesome. I, I can't believe the squirrel gave you a second chance.
1: Yeah, that was <laughs> that was funny because I that was that was really funny when we got back to tell the story to my parents.
0: Yeah, uh, that's awesome, man.
1: Um, so about that turkey. So I la- I lost the turkey the year after that. Actually, I lost them. Okay. it was very, and those stick in your those, that that sticks in your mind. That really sticks yeah. in your mind. That haunts you for like a very long time.
0: Yeah. What went wrong on that one?
1: Um. So it was. It was. It was actually the very next use season after that, and my sister was finally able to go. And she. And she used my um. There's like a 410 that was passed down through my family. Mm-hmm. And don't you know how those 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 bullets are like super rare to get right now? Oh yeah, they are. So she has like. So she gets out there. She shoots it. She gets ready for it, and then. Yeah, she goes out with that and with my grandpa. And then me and my dad go up to the same um to the same blind to the same spot where the blind was, but it was actually a new blind that I got for Christmas. It was a really it was a big blind. Yeah. And we get up there, we sit there for a while, just kind of the same as the other one, but no coyote. And this these three gobblers come up. Well, Gobblers, a Gobbler and two Jakes. But Yeah. And um, so I, I hold up my gun and my arm was getting so tired because I hold it up for so long. And um, they don't get within range and they just walk away. Mm-hmm. And I think and, I, and um, it's like the same deal as the other time. I think they're gone like for the rest of the time because once turkeys leave, you really don't think they're going to come back.
0: Oh, yeah, I'd agree.
1: And um, the the same like probably like 30 minutes later the same turkeys come back and this time they go into like in between these two trees and i'm i get i shoot and i miss the bird and mm. i miss all three of them oh man and i and once i miss all three of them like i get another shell in and i get ready to shoot but by that time they're all gone like those things get away so fast
0: yeah they do uh, it's crazy how fast turkeys can run i mean you don't yeah. think that you think they're like little chubby things but man they can move they can move fast <laughs> yeah mm. so you got had one so you are you are in fact human you have had animals get away from you
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> that it's very hard to have a perfect record with animals
0: yeah i don't know if too many unless people hunt like one time and then they never go again you know that's yeah. probably probably the only rule the exception to that rule so yeah well, that's cool, man. So, um so turkeys squirrel, sounds like you've had some pretty neat experiences for somebody who's you're 12 years old. Yep. Uh, that's awesome, man. Sounds like you've had some good good times out there. Any other stories that come to mind like what what are some other favorites that you have?
1: I have so I have two more squirrel stories.
0: All right, tell me. I'm I'm excited. I, I mean, I don't squirrel hunt very often, but this year I'm just itching to get in the woods and it's squirrel season right now. So, I'm yeah, thinking about getting out there. Yeah. So, tell me about it.
1: Um, so the first one I shot um, this was actually the first thing I ever shot with my grandpa and it was a squirrel and so so we get out there we sat down just like in this like little spot for a long time never saw anything there and we started to walk through the woods probably did like three laps came back to the t- came back to a different spot and he goes hey look there it is and I go where because those things are gray and they blend into trees very very good
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: And, um, I go, where's it at? And he goes, there it is. Are you, are you, are you sure there's a squirrel right there? And, and I, and I finally see it and I look at it and I, and I see it, I take it and I take aim and I shoot this, this thing jumps right from there off of the tree and just, um, like jumps from there, falls down a little bit, tries to latch back onto the tree and just falls straight down after that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> he was done
1: yeah and then he tried to run away but he just like he fell over in like a bunch of trees and I had to finish him right there mm.
0: so that' was a pretty neat experience to be with your grandpa and, and do that right
1: yes it is it's really cool sometime sometime I want to get my great grandpa to come back out with us he he is 94 almost
0: 95 oh wow yeah I think
1: I think, I think he's either 93 94 or 95 He's he's definitely not ninety five, he'll turn
0: ninety-five soon. Okay. I gotcha. Gotcha. My grandpa yeah, turns uh ninety like this Saturday. So yeah, that's that's getting up there a little ways. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um <laughs> my um yeah, he's fun he's fun to be around and he's he still has like a job and everything and he's like great with that kind of stuff. He still works, still does all he can still drive. And I would yeah. I would hopefully hope I can get him back out into the woods, either just to shoot like just to shoot, um, targets or stuff like
0: that. Uh, that's cool, man. You guys to us those moments. Those are some really special times with, with grandparents and yes. being able to be out in the woods and just experience all that. That's, that's, you can't beat that sudden.
1: Yeah. Um, and I got one more squirrel story.
0: I'm this excited. One, Tell me
1: this one. I, I like the title. I don't know why I just, I just like the title. I call the story. I call it the flying squirrel.
0: Well, you got my attention.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, me and my dad were hunting, um, it was squirrel season. Yeah, it was last year. And we we go in the woods about probably 6, six AM and like that Christmas that year, my grandma got me like this really cool thing. Don't you know how like your hands will get cold in like the middle in like the middle of a hunting day? Oh yeah, I hate that. And yeah. She get she got me this thing and it's a hand warmer slash phone charger. So you can like hold it and like put it on different modes to like warm up your hands nice and you can also and you can plug in like something to charge your phone i guess
0: huh is this like one of those like little pouches that goes around your waist kind of thing
1: nope it's like a, it's like a handheld like you can bring it anywhere
0: oh okay got you okay
1: yeah and um yeah i we got there in the morning it was super cold so i used that and then we wait. i i got us um we wait there for probably like an hour and then a, and then daylight comes And then I'm sitting like in between like a V of of trees, and um, this this first squirrel um, comes up and um, walks along these logs right till it comes up to me, and I shoot it, and then my dad's like, "Okay, son, you shot every single squirrel, and I've never shot one in my entire life," (laughs) and and um. And um, he goes, "It's my turn next." And I go, "Yeah, it should have been your turn, but you just didn't shoot." (laughs) (laughs) um, Oh boy! We got through the. We got we got back up and started to move spots again. And we're walking, and we see this, and we see the squirrel in the in a tree. And this thing like sees us. I feel like we've aimed at it before and probably missed it before. Cause my dad takes aim and this thing, like probably like maybe like two tree stands stacked up, stacked up, up on each other. Mm -hmm. That's how tall this tree is. And this thing's at like uh, all the way at the top. And Mm -hmm. my dad takes aim and this thing jumps off this tree and just flies down and just smacks on the ground. Oh my gosh. And it gets up and it runs away. And I'm like, how did it even get up? (laughs) <laughs> like, i'm even surprised this thing is still alive
0: oh my goodness that's crazy
1: yeah
0: so he just bailed
1: yeah he ju- he was just out of there he did not he wa- that was not his day to get to die
0: maybe he thought he was a flying squirrel he forgot that he wasn't really like a flyer
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> gosh that's crazy i don't think i've ever seen a squirrel just jump out of it i mean i've seen him jump from a little bit of distance but not that yeah. high huh. well, that's crazy so did you guys get in, get any more of that day
1: Um, no, but, huh? well, yeah, we were, um, there's two, there's a, that property. Oh yeah. It's in Campbell County, Campbell County. Um, that property is huge. Like, um, my, my, just like my regular, he's in, he's not the grandpa that I hunt with. He's a, he's my other grandpa. He's my dad's side. He's my dad's dad. And, um, do you know, um, in Ohio, don't you know, like the, what's it called? Hilltop. Hilltop, um, concrete.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I may have heard of that.
1: He's the president of Hilltop. Oh, very cool. And yeah, he, um, Hilltop owns those properties, so we're allowed to hunt on those properties.
0: Oh, nice. You got a few places that you can go. That's good.
1: Yeah. Um. We we just gotta hope that they don't sell them off or put quarries in them soon.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, well, that's cool, man. Yeah, we get down. And I got, and there's like the scroll on a power line and it jumps off onto a tree. And my dad, my dad shoots and he has like this, like brand new 22 and um, it has, and it can fit like 10 rounds in one clip. Yeah. And he shoots, he shoots one, he misses, he shoots two, he misses. And then he shoots three. He hits it, but this squirrel doesn't go down. He don't, this squirrel is not gonna go down without a fight. Like it, it gets hit and we know that's for sure that it got hit. And my dad hits it, my dad hits it again and it, and that and now it's done. Like this thing drops.
0: There we go. Good. I, I was hoping that your dad would get something in this podcast. Your your poor yeah. dad has missed everything so far, but I know he's had to have, <laughs> for you, you have to learn yeah. what you learned, your dad had to kill something. So your dad gets a squirrel. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There, yeah, now he has at least one one squirrel. Um, my dad actually um, when I was younger, I told you I went out with him and I fell asleep in the blind. Yeah, that was hunting for deer. He is um, he used to be he used to hunt with my grandpa, and he shot four deer. And he's like and he's like a big archery guy. He he likes archery a lot better than guns. Yeah, he shot. I think he shot one deer with only one deer with a gun. He shot three oh, wow. deer. He shot 3 deer with a bow, I believe.
0: Oh, that's cool, man. And that's something that you're you're kind of hoping that will happen for you maybe this oh, season, right?
1: Yeah, I'm praying that it happens.
0: <laughs> that's um, awesome, man.
1: Yeah, we yeah. I have a I have a little 30-30, got passed down to me a while ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um practice with it, sighted it in again, sighted it in for me and me and my dad went hunting with it with him him he um I would have gone for my grandpa and I got that thirty thirty. and we've been out for probably like three hours so or so and we're getting ready to pack up and go like to a different spot and a bunch of like this big pack of dough comes out and I come back up from I come back from getting the backpack that was just like around a corner and I see them and I drop like I just I dropped so fast you think I was like a goaltender, <laughs> <laughs> and um, my and my dad, um, he shoots. We um, we wait for like twenty minutes, and we go up, and there's no blood, which I I, I was super excited that we even got a shot on anyway. But yeah,
0: yeah
1: he was not happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it can happen very quick, and it's easy to miss. I've, I've done that. I've been thinking a lot about that recently, and I'm, uh, I, my bow is at the bow shop, and I'm supposed to get it back tomorrow. Thank the Lord because I got less than twenty days to get it sighted in and be, feel comfortable. So, oh yeah, we'll get ready for that. So, are you planning on using a bow? You gonna wait for gun season? What's your game plan for deer season? Oh, yeah, I'm using my, I'm
1: using, I'm gonna use my bow. We're gonna go out on Saturday,
0: this Saturday. Oh, oh man, that's awesome! I'm excited to hear how that goes
1: yeah um i really I re- i'm i really hoping
0: for one all right well this podcast is supposed to come out next week if you shoot a deer on saturday i want to hear about it you call me and all we'll right. send me a message and we'll hear that part at the end of this okay and if not okay. then I, maybe some other point during this season i'd like to hear about how sutton gets his first deer i think it's going to happen
1: yeah knock on wood
0: <laughs> knock on wood and and really you know what you said a little bit ago praying about it you know i think yeah. that's pretty cool you mentioned two, at least twice now you've mentioned like before you go to bed you say those little prayers and you kind of say god keep us safe and if uh, <laughs> if you're willing let us have some luck let us find some some lead a beer or a, a turkey our way tomorrow that's a pretty cool yeah. thing to do man
1: um anything that brings meat on the table
0: yeah that's awesome man that's cool that's great stories, man. It sounds like you've had some fun in the woods. And I love, sudden I love the fact that you and your friends spend time in the woods and you learn those important lessons that the woods teaches us. Because you just, I mean, video games, I played way too many video games whenever I was your age. I wish I probably would have spent more time in the woods. So I'm really glad yeah. to hear that you and your friends, because I'm playing catch up on a lot of stuff. You probably are learning more things than I've had to learn probably in my 20s and 30s that you're not learning when you're 12. So yeah. just keep on doing that, man. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's a great thing being able to, it's a it's great thing to be able to be born to, um, for God, for God to give me such a great family that would, that was able to give, give me all the things that, that I have.
0: Yeah. Hockey yeah, and
1: all. hunting is a great, is a great mixture of things.
0: Hockey and hunting. Absolutely. Man, I, I'm not a big hockey guy. But I'd like to watch him fight. That's my favorite part. So, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah fight, fights, are,
1: fights are one of my favorite parts, but I really yeah. I enjoy playing the game. My dad used to be into it when he was younger. Yeah. yeah, so he he partially coaches my team. He's like not a head coach, but he's like a partial coach. Yeah,
0: oh, that's cool, man. Well, Sutton, I enjoyed talking with you, man. You had some good stories and a good attitude, and I really appreciate you reaching out to me. Thanks for the review again, and, uh, man, it was was good chatting with you tonight. It
1: was good chatting with you, too.
0: All right, buddy. Well, I hope you have a good school year, and I hope that this Saturday things pan out for you, all right? All
1: right, thank you.
0: If that doesn't put a smile on your face, I don't know what will. I tell you what, just love hearing that kid's stories. And uh, I should say, young man. He's a young man. I mean, he knows what hunting's about. He enjoys it. He loves being out there with his family. And uh, I got to respect a, a kid that will say a prayer in the evening that he can go out and have a successful hunt and just enjoy it and also be safe. Like, that's his parents are raising him right, definitely raising him right. And I, I'd encourage us all just to think about those things. I mean, I know kids can be frustrating. I can tell you from having five in my house. But we all got to take that extra moment, that extra time, to try and teach them what matters most. Um, and what matters most isn't hunting. What matters most is a relationship and a faith in God. Uh, that's that's really what it's all about. They can ha- they could be the best sports star. I know some of us want to get our kids into sports, and I got my daughters in ballet and the soccer and swim lessons and everything else. But if they don't see that faith is the most important thing to us, then we can't expect it to be the most important thing to them. So we got to model that. And and, and I want to say this to Sutton and to any other young person that might be listening to this. I want to remind you guys of a verse, 1 Timothy 4.12. Do not let anyone look down on you because of your youth, but set an example for the believers in your speech, in your conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. So just because you're young, don't wait until you're older to be what you need to be. Um, if you know God is calling you right now, be that person and set an example for us. I tell you what, talking to a uh, a young man like Sutton kind of fires me up. It kind of reminds me of the way I used to be. <laughs> you kind of go through life, and I don't, if you've gone through life any in length of time, you've probably had some challenges. You've probably been kicked a few times. and uh, It can be easy to become bitter and kind of frustrated, and, just, and you just kind of lose that enthusiasm that you once had. And I see a guy like Sutton who just loves the outdoors but also loves the Lord. It inspires me, encourages me. Sutton is setting an example. And and that's something that I encourage any of you who are uh, still in your youth, uh, maybe still feel like you're in your youth, to do. Keep on setting the example for the rest of us, encouraging us. Young people change the world and, and keep doing that. And if you are my age or older, Let's encourage these guys. Let's get behind these younger guys and encourage them, get them into the woods, uh, get them into church, get them connected and uh, show them the things that really matter. Um, That comes from us. We've got to model that. It doesn't just happen naturally. So I want to thank Sutton for coming on. I want to thank you guys for listening to the show. If you are not subscribed, um, you need to get over to YouTube right now, Shedding Light Outdoors. Go on our Facebook, Instagram, and make sure you hit the subscribe button because I am sure within the next month... Maybe two months, hopefully, before then, there will be some videos coming out that we'll be editing. Hopefully, of some does, maybe some bucks, who knows what else going down. And uh, we got a lot of guys on our team that are going to be out filming. And we're getting all ready for that. So super excited for the season and just can't wait. If you would like to come on the show, it's pretty simple. Send me an email at sheddinglightod at gmail.com or send me a private message on any of those social media platforms I mentioned before. And it's as simple as us setting up a time and us getting on the phone on Zoom and just chatting for 45 minutes to an hour about your favorite hunting stories it's really that easy and so i'd love to have you on always looking for guests especially going into the hunting season i know a lot of us are getting kind of geared up but if you got an hour to spare man i'd love to hear them so that's it for me today i hope that you'll come back next week and until then i would encourage you to remember to (laughs) shed the light